Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Over the Bar. Um, Matt and Sean here with you guys again this week. Tried to Sal, get Sal. Yeah, try to get Sal. We can't drag him out of the Albany area. So, uh, Sal, this show's for you. Um, but we'll start off, uh, Sean, awesome fucking week for Champions League. Uh, Champions League football. Finished up this week with a group stage. We know basically just about every team that's going through as there's a game getting ready to kick off here in just a second, which is the Villarreal and uh, Atalanta game uh, from, from Italy where they just got snowed out. So we're, we're still waiting on that winner uh, as we're recording the show. Um, Atalanta but, needs a win to finish second in that group. We know all the group yeah. winners. Basically, basically, whoever wins that goes through. If it's a draw, I believe it's a win. They got a okay. point advantage. So it's it's a, a win needed for uh, for Atalanta at home uh, in the the blizzard like conditions. Yeah, it it's win like. or stay home. Yeah, yeah, because I, I believe young boys are certainly third in that group. Young boys are guaranteed fourth. Guaranteed fourth. So they could go to Europa, but you want to say in UCL. Um, I learned a lot yesterday about the new. Like Europa League format, we've had the. It was always third place of Champions yeah. League gets sent down, but they went straight into a round of thirty-two where they drew sixteen different matchups, and now the group winners in Europa League bypass that. Yeah, they get an automatic buy to the round of sixteen. That's so they have a round of twenty-four where sixteen teams play, but it's the runners up from the Europa groups drawn in one pot. I like against the third place clubs from the Champions League groups. So we'll be finding out who's going to uh, be in those Europa League places uh, as the, the rest of the week goes on. We have Europa League the, right now as we're as we're recording. Uh, Europa League set to kick off in in roughly about an hour and a half, two hours. That is going to um, be an entertaining. It's going to be a good round. Good day games to see what the hell happens. Um, let's start off with with our, our performances of the week as we as we do pretty much every Champions League week. Um, your performance of this match week, match week six. I want to give a little bit of love to my guy, Timo Werner. Two goals and an assist. They didn't get the win, but it's not Timo Werner's fault. They conceded three goals, True. is it? And on the opposite side of that, Zenit to score three goals against Chelsea in a match that doesn't mean anything for them. They yeah. were already locked into that, that Europa League third-place uh, spot. They couldn't climb any higher. It was just kind of, let's see what we've got left in the tank for the big boys before they get sent back down to the not so big boys. Yeah. They, so it looks like it is Zenit going down to uh, Malmo are eliminated um, after yesterday's uh, There are some matchup. good teams going down. So you're giving Timo Werner your love. I'm going to give my love to Ajax um, and Eric Ten Hag. Uh, Ajax, uh, one of three teams in the Champions League this year to – go undefeated in their group, win all all six games, get the 18 points. Uh, it's only been done 10 times in history, and three of them were this year <laughs> with uh, Ajax, Liverpool, and Bayern. Liverpool, Bayern, more so expected them to get a lot of points. Uh, this week, especially Bayern's group, I thought they were going to be um, – they were pretty much a shoe-in to get that, yeah. that uh, six wins. Um, the other two teams, not so much, but definitely not Ajax, given that they were with uh, Sporting and Dortmund in their group. Um I, I thought that was a hell of a performance by them. Eric Ten Hag's got them playing at a phenomenal level. I think it's probably the best team he's had going to the knockouts. I, I, I could give that one an argument, even better than the one that upset uh, Juve. Like you said, having Sporting and Dortmund in that group, Dortmund is probably the club that people expected the yeah. least to, to fall not out. finish top two. Yeah, and then they finish third. They go to Europa League, joining uh, Barcelona, who we'll get to in a little bit. But that's Yeah, because that wasn't – 
as so much of a, a surprise. Yeah. Everybody's known for a good few months, yeah. possibly even years now at this point. Barcelona's in trouble. Barcelona's in big trouble. Um, and we're going to get to uh, Barcelona here in just a second. So the UCL is officially uh, done and dusted with the group stage. We now move on to the knockouts. Your Chelsea move on. My Liverpool move on. Looking at who you you could possibly face in the next round, I want one team. Give me one team you believe you want Chelsea more than anybody else to face in that first knockout. There are only four possible clubs that Chelsea can match up with. They can't get Juve because of the same group, and they can't get any of the three English clubs. So the options are Bayern. So hell no to that. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. If, if I had a choice, I wouldn't want to play them. For me, the thing is you're going to have to either beat Bayern Munich at some point to win the trophy, or you're going to have to beat somebody who was good enough to beat Bayern. So you would so say if you drew Bayern, you're, you're I'm not. I'm not afraid of Bayern. I'd like to progress deeper before facing them, but it's not like, oh, we're done as soon as we draw them. Like, yeah. No, there's still – Still games to be played. Yeah. So Bayern, still fourth preferred. <laughs> Real Madrid – Beat them in the semifinals last year. Not too worried about that matchup. And then there's Ajax and Lille. So from those, I would probably want to get Lille. Yeah. But even still, Ajax, like you said, they were impressive. They won all six matches. But Dorman's been pretty banged up for most of this season. Yeah. Sporting isn't a massive club. So they did have... It's a little bit of an easier run easier in the run. group stage. It wasn't quite as tough as, say, Bayern winning winning six matches by a combined what eighteen goals. <laughs> they just they steamrolled. Yeah, I believe they remember they they also demolished Barcelona. They demolished plus nineteen goal differential. Plus 19. So they they had more they had more goals. They had a higher goal differential than they had points that they could possibly earn in a, a Champions League group. Uh, uh, group round. So that, yeah, I mean, that's, they that's had a higher impressive. goal differential than anybody, even the teams that got smacked every week. Then yeah. e- even as aggressive as theirs were negatively. So you want Shiktas, negative you 16. want Lille. You want Lille over every team. That's that's who you're. Yeah, go Lille, Ajax, one of the two. Real, Bayern, kind of in that order of preference. So I'm a Liverpool fan. I obviously we have a little bit more options going are. forward. Um, we have. Two of the uh, the Portuguese teams. So we have uh, either Sporting, uh, who came out of that group with Ajax, um, or we have Benfica, who came out of the group with Bayern Munich. Um, either of those two teams I would love to play, first off. First and foremost, Liverpool, historically great, uh, went on the road in, in Portugal. So I think that's a, a place that they would love to go. Um, the other the other team I'm kind of looking at right now, and and um, I, I think it's an interesting take on this one the one i don't want is psg naturally naturally that's the only team in that in in the entire uh i guess second pot because obviously we can't draw chelsea so the only team i don't want is psg if i'm gonna face psg i'd rather face him in the later stages um i think that's where you know we would expect to play a team like that um you wouldn't want to face a team like psg right now even with the problems they have going on. And with the group assignment that Liverpool had, there's no way they can draw Atletico Madrid yeah. in this round of 16. So no Atletico, no uh, no Chelsea. Basically everybody else is up for up for grabs. Yeah, pretty much. And that's why 
that that second pot is still going to have plenty of quality clubs in it. Oh, yeah. When it came down to the final match day, Chelsea-Juve battling for the top spot, it wasn't all that essential for Chelsea to finish at the top because you get a few more. Like you got Salzburg would have been nice. Villarreal wouldn't be terrible. Like you said, the, the couple of Portuguese clubs. Mm-hmm. But then they would still have Inter Milan, Atletico Madrid, PSG. So whereas right now there's a, a 50-50 chance, in my opinion, at least 50-50 chance of getting a relatively easy assignment. Yeah. There would have been a, a four and seven chance of getting a pretty easy one. And it's just for this first round. It's just it's a potential advantage. So I wasn't wasn't too devastated by the draw yesterday. So let's do this. Let's get I made some money teams. on the back end too. Did so you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Salzburg and Lille, baby. So let's do this. Let's actually go through the teams that are here. Let's pick where we think these guys are going to uh, – where we're going to end up. So, uh, well, let's start with Man City. Who do you think Man City draw? They'll probably get an easy draw. They always seem to get a little, little cakewalk in the first couple rounds. So, they're going to – you think they're going to – who do you think? Pick a team. Go Sporting. Sporting. Um, I'm going to say Man City – I'm going to say Man City do get an easy one too. Um, however, I'm going to give them a hard one. I'm going to I'm going to end up going with uh, with Benfica. I think they get Benfica. I think Benfica's a bit, the in my in my opinion, Sporting and Benfica are two really good uh, Portuguese sides, better than Porto um, at the moment. But that Benfica team just seemed they f- like to fly all around the pitch. They did lose to Sporting recently in the Derby, so. Um, but I'm going to go Man City, uh, Benfica. What do you think for um, – uh, let's go with Bayern Munich. What do you think Bayern get? I, I, don't, I have no idea, man. It's, it's a complete crapshoot. I don't even – I'm going to take uh, – well, I'm going to go Bayern. Uh, Bayern go ahead and get Chelsea. So that's what I'm going to I'm gonna go with. I think Bayern go right ahead to get Chelsea. Um, we get a hell of a matchup off the bat. I think it's going to be the matchup of the knockouts. Then we get Liverpool PSG, and then <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Liverpool's going to get Salzburg. That's what we're going to get. I'd love to face Salzburg because I, I, I forget about the second phone down there. The the thing about uh, about Salzburg is that I always like when Liverpool play this, and they had them in the group stages uh, about two years ago. So yeah, if you, if you haven't heard, our phone's going off here. But uh, I think the battery on that one just died. The, oh good, good, good. <laughs> I got no more, no more phone. Um, it's a death squeal. The, the Salzburg team that we got um, in this Champions League. Dear Lord, uh, should, we, should we just pick it up on there? Just pick it up on there. See what the hell happens. What's it say? It is. I think that is still that one died. Oh. Um, what yeah, so basically, uh, uh, I think it's going to be. I, I would love to see Chelsea get Bayern Munich. I think that Salzburg side, as far as um, young players go, I think that's probably the best young team uh, possibly left in the uh, in the whole tournament. They got some guys on there: Benjamin Chesko, freaking stud of a player, uh, a little bit of Erling Haaland esque. Um, uh, uh, they also have. Uh, Kareem Adeyemi, so that's that's another guy that you know everybody's going to be after. Um, Barcelona obviously it looks like he turned down Barca, so uh, we'll see where that one goes with the uh, FC Salzburg. 
Um, I think they're they're one of the interesting teams. I, I'm going to put them against Liverpool. I'm going to give uh, Real Madrid to uh, Manchester United. Um, I think uh, Lille is going to get uh, Juve, uh, and I think Ajax uh, get Sport or Ajax get uh, PSG, and uh, Sporting uh, end up with uh, who the hell am I missing here? Lille. That's who it is. So that would be, and obviously that would, that would, uh, that would mean whoever comes through this one gets the last, uh, last of the winners there. So yeah, I would just say whoever pulls Sporting, Benfica, Villarreal, and Salzburg, whoever they are, they're almost definitely going through because there yeah. aren't aren't going to be too many options there on that mm-hmm. that top rack for teams that are actually going to you know, have a have a problem with those clubs. I think I I, I I agree. However, I think you get that PSG, Atletico, Inter, and Chelsea all have a really good shot to move through, regardless of who they match yeah, up with. The exactly. other ones need a lot more luck up the draw. I would love I would love to see Manchester United get a tough draw. Um, already out of the FL Cup, I'm not going to win the Premier League. I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing seeing them get knocked out early of this. Uh, so I'm hoping they get like a PS uh, a PSG or. Especially given the rematch and the last time they played PSG, I think that would be um, an interesting matchup to say the least. Um, so, want to get to our, uh, our our game we got here, Sean? Um, we've got a uh, little game we're going to play, quick hitting game. Uh, so basically, it's called Leave It or Believe It. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, uh, something going on uh, in the soccer world, a question, and you're going to basically say uh, if you believe it or if you want to leave it. So. First things first, uh, will Xavi succeed at Barcelona? Leave it or believe it. Succeed by whose standards? Barcelona fans, the club, himself. At any point when he succeeds. All he's doing right now is he's shitting the bed. Yeah, how much of that? At this point, none of that is really his fault. It's only his fault for taking the Will he win a trophy at at Barcelona? Yeah, he'll he'll win a trophy. He might win a Copa del Rey in there somewhere. I think he'll get a Copa. They've got enough cups they can play for they could sneak out Europa this year too. Uh, I can't. I can't. I, I. Boy, maybe that's a good one. So I think they'll give Chavi. They'll give him enough time. Mm-hmm. He'll show enough progress over the the early stages. He'll get one eventually. Uh, next one. This isn't it. Spurs. Yeah, Barcelona. True. Next one here. Leave it or believe it. Will Ragnick? Will Ralph Ragnick uh, get United into the top four? Leave it or believe it. Believe it. You think he will? Yeah, I think. I want to say before the season started, I still had United finishing second. And that was pre-Ronaldo transfer with Ali. They, I don't understand a lot of the the hate for their club for the squad. They've got some they've got some star power there. Not Man. many teams have star power like they do. City has a ton of depth, but you don't really have. I mean, you've got De Bruyne. It's fantastic. But they don't have a ton of other players that are considered top of the Premier League. Ruben Diaz, one of the best defenders in the league. Ederson, one of the best keepers. But you know, they don't have that that striker leading line. They don't have Aguero bagging 20, 30 goals anymore. If they had, you know, Aguero, this is maybe five, it's a lot more four, spread out. Yeah. That's that's kind of where United is right now, too. It's like they get goals from a lot of different sources. And then you get Ronaldo making it all about him when he finally does score one. Um, and then the last one here, leave it or believe it. Uh, a Premier League team will win the UCL. Leave it or believe it. 
I'm going to leave it. I think that they're still going to have too much domestically to cope with down the down the stretch. It's not going to be a two-horse race where last year Chelsea didn't have to worry about a title race. They were in a little bit of a top-four battle. But now you're going to have at least three clubs who could be making a deep run so he based, on, based on the later round draws for the knockout stages. Is it Bayern or PSG? Who are you picking? Who says it's one of those two? It's got to be. Uh, all right. And when we get to the knockout stages, we'll get back to our, our picks then. Um, I'm gonna. I, I believe that. I, I think a, a Champions League team or a Premier League team will win the Champions League. Um, it's not going to be United, so that narrows it down to three. So I think there's a there's a you know good chance that one of those teams is going to probably pull it out. And it makes what about a twenty percent chance almost that one of those teams pull it out. I would I would give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, not that I'm rooting for the other two teams at all, but I'm just saying I, I think they're the best. It's the best best league in the world. Three of the, the top, what, four clubs in the world, I would say. Outside the is that best league in the world has worked against them, though. Should sure. that just overload, not enough gas to, to get across the finish line. If, uh, if, if you were to take one at this point, would you take a, another Champions League or would you take a Premier League? Oh, this season, pretty much any season, I would take a Champions League over a Premier League. Same. And especially being able to go back to back if they won it this year. Sure. Be the first time anybody, well, Real Madrid did it back to back to back. The only team to win a Champions days. League since COVID seasons ended. Did it end? Is it still going? Well, that was the one that, you know, Bayern won during the, the COVID interrupted season. That was, that was, I'll tell you what, if that wasn't the, the, Last domino to fall in the downfall of Barcelona. I don't know what is. Just the eight-two drubbing there. Throttled. Um, because obviously you had you got to look at the couple of years prior. I mean, they lost the uh, Roma uh, after being up four-one in the first leg. <laughs> lost that one. Then they and uh, late uh, <laughs> late one to send them through, wasn't it? Yeah, and Jeco. Yeah, no, it was uh, Casas Manolas. It was the uh, the Greek, the Greek freak. Uh, he actually scored the the winner that that sent another, him through. Another former Premier League player. And that, who did he play for? Wasn't he at Arsenal for a while? Or no, I'm Manolas? thinking of. Uh, oh, they had some other Greek man Socrates. there. Socrates, Socrates, the other center back. Um, so let's get to our uh, let's get to our picks here for the week. Um, first one, we got a game starting to, on uh, on uh, Friday. Um, that's going to be Brentford Watford three o'clock kick there. Battle of the Fords. <laughs> What do you think? What do you think? We're going with the bees. Yeah, bees over the Hornets. I'm gonna go Wofford. Uh, I'm gonna go three-two Wofford. There's think, a lot of goals in that game. I think Brentford two-one. Brentford two-one. Um, we get to Saturday's games. Saturday's got a, a damn good slate. Of, be fun. It's got a damn good slate of games. Um, we don't normally get a, a slate of games like this. Um, that is just front to back. Good games all day. Um, we'll start and we're going to have breakfast here. We are going to have uh, breakfast, I believe. Um, so we'll have that for you guys as well if you guys pop in. Bacon, garden here. sausage, it's eggs, home fries, the, corn the beef breakfast, hash, The breakfast burrito. The burrito that's like two and a half pounds. Yeah, it's it, it'll pretty much it'll fill you up. And, and yeah, you're, you'll be good for a couple of days. Um, you order it on Saturday. You can eat the second half of it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. For the, for the other games on Sunday. 
Um, so let's start off with the 7.30 game. Uh, Man City Wolves, very good game to start off the, uh, the day uh, at 7.30. Your, uh, your prediction on that one, Man City Wolves. It's my surprise pick of the week. I'm going 1-1 draw. Ooh. Wolves always play City real well. I feel like City don't normally rack up the goals against them as easily as they do against other clubs. Mm-hmm. Grant, that was more in the, the Nuno days than the, the current times. True. But Wolves have looked really good the last few weeks. They had a, a, a shaky start, but they're starting to find goals outside of Raul Jimenez. Yeah. I think that was their big issue, the down, or, uh, the backstretch of last year. Once he went down with that, that skull injury, they were free-falling. The only thing I don't like about Wolves is is what the last match is probably going to do to them. I, I don't know, uh, given that it was a 94th minute winner against one of the teams you 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 know look forward to in the league. I don't know exactly if they come they come out of this one guns blazing like they probably should. Um, I'm going to give this one to City. Uh, I'm going to go two nil City. Um, Wolves, by the way, also almost beat City um, last year. If I don't, uh, if I don't recall, they had a one goal lead and ended up losing to to, to Wolves um, late in the year. Um, Ten o'clock window here. Let's start with a very good one: Arsenal and uh, and Southampton. Oh, Gunners, Gunners two nil. Two nil. Um, Southampton might get one, but Ramsdale's just playing too well the last one. The way months. Arsenal played against Everton, I'm going with Southampton in this one. I'm going to go two one Southampton again. Um, I think Arsenal. Uh, listen, they they got enough talent to to beat teams like this, to beat teams like Everton. The fact that they um, basically played a second half that that looked like they were down about two men. So I don't know what the hell they were really doing. I, I don't think there's any direction right now with this club. Um, it seems like one week they have it, next week they completely start over again. So I'm going. Uh, I'm going two one Southampton. Uh, next game here, your club Chelsea. Uh, they get a Leeds United team that is just <laughs> injured, I think, is uh, an understatement for what they're going through. Hey, they're, they're not the only ones in that matchup that are injured, though, either. They didn't have a midweek matchup against Zenit, where they had to travel to Russia. I'm nervous about that one. I think Chelsea will pull it out. I think it'll be a 2-1, maybe a 3-2, but I'm sticking with the 2-1. Leeds can still be dangerous. They don't have Bamford. He injured himself celebrating that that late winner, late equalizer in their last match. Hate to see it because he was big bright spot for them last year too. But Bielsa can probably smell some blood in the water. Chelsea haven't looked like Tuchel's Chelsea the last couple of weeks. I still think with even with the injuries, excuse me, uh, even with the injuries, I think you still have enough, especially in that midfield. I think you know they still have Mason Mount. You still have – I think Ross Barkley did a decent job for you yesterday. Um, My boy. I wouldn't mind them moving Ziyech back to a number 10 if they need to do that. I think that would be a pretty decent role for him. Um, I'm going, man. Uh, so, I think I, I think that would be a, a good uh, good matchup there, especially with the, with the, the midfield is concerned. I don't know if Leeds have enough to score. That's my main concern. I'm going to go Chelsea uh, 2-0 uh, on that one. Um my favorite match of the day, the one that makes me very nervous too, Liverpool Villa, 10 a.m. Uh, on Saturday. I'll let you start with this one. 3-2 Villa. Stevie G wins at Anfield. Breaks the heart of his former club. 
and everybody else across the nation rejoices. So you're going three two. Um, three two villains. Three two villains. I'm gonna. It's it's at Anfield. Right. If it, if it was at Villa Park, it wouldn't have nearly the same weight to it. No, it definitely wouldn't. The, for the home fans, it would just be pretty much any other home match for them. But at Anfield, the home fans there are just staring at Gerrard. Liverpool's players just got a really torn. big rest this week. No Virgil van Dijk. No Matzip. No Trent. No Rabo. Um, midfield. No Hendo. Started Salamani. No Jota. He's healthy. We're getting Nabi Keita back this week. Joe Gomez is officially healthy too. You know who else got a big rest midweek? Villa. Villa did too, but I, I don't think, given given off the shoulders of what these guys uh, on Liverpool right now have been doing, um, knowing that we're getting a lot of players back, Bobby Firmino looks about a week away from coming back to training. Uh, Harvey Elliott about less than a month away from coming back to training. They're, they're getting healthy at the right time. Um, so I'm going to give Liverpool this one. It's probably going to be a lot closer than, than I'm going to say it is. But I'm I'm gonna go four one Liverpool. Um, I think I, I do think this is the game where Mo Salah will set himself up to basically take all the burden away from Mane. I think Mane's gonna back back too. Um, so that's my that's my big prediction on that one. I like Liverpool four one. I think Mingzi puts Salah in one pocket, Mane in the other. Mingzi needs some big pants because never done that before. Oh, he's bringing his big boy pants. Don't you worry. <laughs> The last game of, uh, of Saturday. And also, we're going to pick the MLS Cup final later, too. Um, Norwich, Man United, 1230. Kind of a dud of a game at 1230, but... Unless you're a Ronaldo fan. You can see him score a hattie. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the game I think Man United run away with, right? These poor Canaries. They've been looking better under Dean Smith, but that's... How far can that go? I mean, they just lost 3-0 to Spurs, and Spurs were averaging one goal per match. Yeah, you know you could drop four or five on them, but four one. I think I think Norwich might sneak one in, but I'll take a four one United. I'm gonna go three nil United. I was thinking about going hitting five, but I'm gonna go three nil United. Yeah, it's got the potential um, to get there. It it, uh, it does. And I feel kind of like a dick picking five nil <laughs> against Norwich. They've I, suffered enough. It, I mean, the possibility is definitely there when when you look at those two teams. Um, all right, so on to the Sunday slate here. Uh, we got three 9 a.m. games and one 11.30. Um, Sunday slate, not as – Not as exciting as, as Saturday. Not, not getting um, the – Implication-wise, it could be big. the juices flowing. Um, Brighton Tottenham, the first one at 9 a.m. Pretty decent game, to be honest with you. That game may not even go on. Tottenham had their conference league match postponed today because they have – what is it? Eight, eight players eight and, players and five staff and members have all tested positive, and they just trained yesterday mm-hmm. with another, I think another player and another staff member testing positive just yesterday. So that one, if it goes on, I would give a huge advantage to Brighton. And here's the worst thing about what's going on with Tottenham. They already had a game postponed this year yeah, for one snow match. <laughs> so they, they could possibly be looking at, multiple games that got people postponed and a lot of games that that could come back to basically hurt other teams in the league too because now they those games have to be moved. Right, because not only that, then they play at Leicester a week from today, Thursday the sixteenth. Yep. And yeah, there's no there's no guarantee that that one will go on as scheduled. 
in that point, they would be three league matches behind, and they would have a fourth for that conference yeah. league match. That at this point, is it is it worth? Is it worth it? No. Is it worth in the busy section? Because they would have to, I guess, by UEFA law or UEFA rule, they would have to complete that match by the thirty first of December, by yeah. the end of this calendar year. So, what do you do? You and really want to win the the third tier European club trophy? And they play Liverpool on the nineteenth. So it's not an easy road either. Right. So you got you know you got yeah, Brighton now. Leicester, Liverpool, West Ham, all on a stretch of seven days, and the West Ham match is Carabao. So that's another it is, another yeah. competition that could be impacted. They could be three different competitions. And vice versa, the teams that they were playing behind, teams that they're playing right before uh, 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 West Ham, Liverpool, and Leicester, they play each other in, that, in the Carabao Cup too. So that's hmm. a that's going to be a decent decent day of games. So I believe they both play on on the. the uh, the 22nd. Um, so I don't want to wish coronavirus on anybody, but yeah, fuck Tottenham. <laughs> um, what do you got for score? Brighton Tottenham. Speedy recovery for all of Tottenham. If, but the, if, if the game goes, if out. it happens, two 0 Brighton. I'm thinking the same thing. I was gonna go. I was gonna go two 0 Man, do I go two one? I'm gonna hope, go two one. I hope everybody's health there bounces back to normal. But I hope their success on the field is just oh, not existent. Yeah. Um, Burnley West Ham next one nine a.m. It feels like it's going to have a low score. Just anything where Burnley's involved. Two, uh, two one West Ham. I'm going to go the opposite. You ready for this? Four three, West Ham. I, I got. I want to go big on this one. I think there's a lot of back and forth. Who's getting the three for Burnley? And how many are headers? How many are own goals? <laughs> That's right. I, I can see it happening too. Um, yeah, I'll go four three on that one. I was gonna go four two. I'll go four three. Um, Leicester and Newcastle. Can't pick Newcastle <laughs> right now. You just can't. Maybe after January when they they splash some cash, but there's just. Just no signs that they're going to be able to handle. In Leicester, Leicester haven't had a great year, but the quality of player there, yes, yeah. every position, no match for Newcastle. Three 0 Three 0 I'm going to go. I think Vardy's a little rested too. Vardy is rested. I'm going to go four one. I think Newcastle will get a consolation. Um, Palace Everton, the last game, and then we'll get to the pick for the MLS Cup. That's going to be a sneaky good one. Could be a good one. Definitely two teams that want to go back and forth. 2 2 draw. I'm thinking draw two. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 1 1. 1 1 draw. Um, all right. MLS Cup Saturday. Uh, Portland Timbers hosting uh, NYCFC. Um, I'm a Portland Timbers fan, so I'm a little bit biased. Um, bandwagon. Yes, yes, definitely. I'm definitely a bandwagon Portland Timbers fan. <laughs> no, I. Uh, Actually, I've been a Portland Timbers fan for about eight years now. So just before, what was it? About two years before they won the the uh, MLS Cup in 2015. Um, but yeah, I've been following them for a while. But that, you know, I, I like their their chances this week. I think getting hopefully Sebastian Blanco is healthy and ready to go. Um, Diego Valeri possibly coming off the bench. Uh, Dyron Espria, um, hopefully. Oh, no, I believe he's actually out. I think he's suspended. Um, so that'll be a, a pretty big hit. But I got to go with my Timbers on this one. Um, or no, I'm sorry. Espria is back and ready to go. 
Um, I I'm gonna go Timbers. I'm gonna go Timbers three one. Two one, New York City FC. Damn you. Based off of nothing, I think I know two players' names. But I went to one of their matches this season, and I've never been to a Portland Timbers match. Wore my Altuve Bay jersey in Yankee Stadium to watch an MLS game. That was. <laughs> yeah, you're. Uh, I should just buy Yankees tickets for. I hope. I mean, my dad. I don't think listens to this anyway. But our pal Sebastian might be in watching it, rooting for NYC. I. Uh, uh, my brother-in-law's brother. Shout out Nick Davis. He may be down here. It's uh, it's gonna be a good. I, I don't know what I'm gonna do for the game. I know I'm going over to uh, to my parents after the uh, Liverpool game's over. So hopefully I, I can get in front of a TV to watch the uh, the final. I'll um, be here for it. Maybe I'll see if I can get get the hell out of there and run down here. See if I can come join you. I'll call. Um, I'll make up some kind of bar emergency. Be like, we need you here. Bar emergency. Yeah, I believe that's actually what that's called. Bar emergency. Um, all right, guys. We got uh, code Pilsner. Go to Code Pilsner. I'll, uh, that'll be it for uh, for this episode of Over the Bar. Um, for Sean, thank you guys uh, for uh, for listening again. Uh, feel free to find both of us here at the bar. Um, obviously, daytimes. I mean, you're gonna get one of us pretty much guaranteed every daytime during the week. So, if not, something um, went wrong. Yeah, something really went wrong. So definitely, uh, uh, you know, come visit us if you can. Uh, otherwise, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next week's episode. Sam Kerr for Heisman.